Welcome to Paradigm Lovecast, a portal of thought leaders from around the world supporting and bridging a new paradigm of guidance, support, and practical embodiment tools to bridge the primal, the holy, and the cosmic to radically revolutionize reality. Hello, welcome to episode 16. My name is Madeline and joyous to bring you another Gene Keys reading today. This Gene Key goes from January 6th to January 10th with the shadow of greed, the gift of aspiration, and the city is ascension. The serpent path. This is the 54th Gene Key. The 54th Shadow Greed for Love and Money. The 54th Shadow is one of the great pressures that drive humanity. It is the drive to want more, and it is this shadow frequency that the gene key becomes blind greed. It's important to remember at this point that none of these shadow frequencies are really negative. There's nothing wrong or bad with greed. It is simply an aspect of human nature, and as such, it has an evolutionary purpose. The purpose of greed is to pressure human tribal groupings and individuals to be materially successful. If you look at any modern first world country, you can see how far greed has advanced our civilization. The primal energy behind the 54th shadow was essential for survival of every human tribal culture, and indeed we can still see it operating in the developing world where survival is often based directly upon where you are within the material hierarchy. Obviously, you can see how greed has a tendency to focus on a single individual, community, or race to the detriment of all others. This means that at a certain evolutionary point, greed will have served its purpose and will need to be transcended. This is precisely what happens at the gift level of frequency when greed becomes aspiration. Greed in this sense refers to the desire to accumulate more material, whereas aspiration refers to the desire to attain something of more spiritual nature. If greed is pursued to its fullest limits without transcendence, it becomes self-destructive. We see this happening in the modern world today. When greed reaches its zenith, it either becomes destructive both to individuals and to the planet, or it gives individuals a new perspective. When people have acquired genuine wealth and stability, they often turn to more spiritual arenas for sustenance. This is how these two genetic programming partners, the 54th gene key and the 53rd gene key, operate together. If a society doesn't mature, it becomes top-heavy, like the huge multinational business organizations we see in the world today. When organizations balloon like this, they inevitably take on a life of their own, draining resources from the planet. 
Natural law demonstrates that an organization dedicated to simply material accumulation will eventually crumble under its own weight, but unfortunately not before it has caused enormous destruction. Running in tandem with the 54th shadow, the 53rd shadow of immaturity ensures that any organization, group, or individual will remain stuck at a self-serving frequency. The 53rd shadow blocks energy from making a quantum leap from an old cycle into a new cycle at a higher level of frequency. It is called immaturity because it simply never learns. Both these shadows are deeply involved with money and the creation of wealth. The 54th shadow has added genetic imperative of operating through the hierarchical pattern, which means that it associates wealth with being at the top of the hierarchy, which, by the way, can also be a fear for many people that want to do good. As such, the 54th shadow courts recognition from those higher up in the hierarchy. In today's society, this can become the need for external symbols of status, a shiny new car, a huge house, or the latest of anything and everything. One of the hallmarks of this shadow is that it isn't just about being successful, it's all about looking successful. The essence of the 54th shadow, success and material accumulation, lies in the ability to create relationships that further its own material resources. In the modern world, this is all about business. In business, success often arrives through the development of fruitful relationships. These can be within the business itself, with other agencies such as the media or with clients. Word of mouth still remains one of the most powerful tools for ensuring the successful transformation of a business, and a great problem ge generated by the 54th shadow concerns the frequency of transmission. Greed or desperation is an energy field that can be sensed by others, and as such, it engenders distrust and closes down opportunities that might otherwise have been fruitful. There is a fine line between greed and aspiration, the 54th gift. Greed is really aspiration without trust. Because all frequencies attract similar frequencies, greed cannot really trust its own allies since they are sure to be equally self-serving. The 54th shadow does not know how to attract the attention it needs to rise up within the hierarchy, even though it thinks it knows. Greed is an energy that will compromise its own integrity in a flash to get what it wants, and this is its downfall. In order to get recognition, greed must mature enough to become ambition, which does not have the same sense of desperation that goes with greed. Ambition may also be self-serving, but it has evolved enough to realize the pitfalls of pure greed. Greed in itself can lead to material success if it pushes and pushes. However, such success cannot evolve into the higher aspect of aspiration, and so stays the low-frequency loop based on material accumulation that will eventually backfire. We all know the phrase, money can't buy you happiness but this epitomizes the biofeedback loop created by excessive greed. As with all the gene keys, true happiness lies in the continual transcendence. Genuine ambition has a built-in genetic urge to keep transcending. 
This is why the affluence of the Western world is beginning to naturally transform into more spiritual aspiration. However, greed itself is based on fear, which fuels the need for ownership and the accumulation of material possessions. Because of the fear at its roots, greed cannot afford to acknowledge anyone outside its immediate circle of support. It acts in direct competition with other groups or organizations, and if successful, draws resources away from others, even when it has more than enough. The 54th Gene Key is a member of the codon group known as the Ring of Seeking, which is the great pressure codon inside human DNA. Each of the six gene keys within this group drives an aspect of our human evolutionary movement. It is interesting to note how variations in frequency reorient the flow of energy through the DNA. For example, at low frequencies, all this genetic pressure is externalized through the 54th shadow as the urge to seek and accrue material wealth. However, at a higher frequency, this very same dynamic is sublimated and internalized and become the urge for meaning and purpose. There is nothing inherently wrong with the urge to seek material wealth, but it is a path that inevitably leads to disappointment, aloneness, and misery. For many who attain material success, it acts as the trigger to seek something higher, but for many others it remains an addiction whose promise of fulfillment in the future prevents them from enjoying the beauty that surrounds them in the present moment. So when we repress greed, it becomes unambitious. The repressive side of this shadow is quite simply about the repression of ambition. These people may begin things with ambition and ardor, but then often become disillusioned and give up. The wonderful drive behind this gene key thus becomes stymied and leads to passivity. This is a nature that is haunted by the fear of never being able to attain its own goals, and so it decides it's better to not even begin the journey. The result is usually deep depression. The other side of this is reflected in people who deny their material needs and seek their spiritual nature to the detriment of the physical nature. This is a profoundly physical gene key and has to begin its journey of transformation from the foundation of the physical realm and the physical body. And the reactive nature to greed is greedy. The reactive side of this gene key manifests as an obsession with material accumulation. These are the people whose greed becomes an expression of their rage. Their greed continues feeding itself, being an insatiable urge that never escapes its own low level of frequency. It can possess these people so completely that they become blinded by their need to own more and make more money. Such people lack one vital thing in life, the feeling that their lives are a benefit to others. Their greed closes down their hearts, making them incapable of true relationships. Thus, they often become materially successful, but can only see other people in terms of possession and ownership. Inevitably, such natures try to control others through their power and their anger, and as such, never lead truly fulfilled lives. Ah, Invitation for a breath, just allowing that to settle in the body. 
You know, one of the things that came through this morning was really understanding um, that pleasure and beauty comes from presence. You know, we can be experiencing all kinds of beauty around us, but not be present enough to actually see it. And I know for me, um, when it spoke about this repressive nature of unambitious and getting disillusioned and just giving up, you know, I've definitely have experienced that in my life. And also the aspect that deny the material needs to seek the spiritual nature at the detriment to the physical nature. That was uh, definitely a, a pattern for me for a while where I was just in the spirit realm so much and really connecting to my feminine essence and then was in denial of my physical needs because I wasn't in my body. And so I actually had a perception that like, oh, I don't really need much. And then about three years ago when my mom died, it was this experience of grief that shocked me back into my body. And then I realized like, wow, my body has actually been, there's been a toll taken on my body through my neglect and so I'm actively in that um, experience of really working with the physical realm and the physical body and how can we merge these worlds of understanding that like we don't need all this material wealth and what people would call success you know to be a, a good person and to even be truly wealthy you know what is wealth that's only one perception of it you know, we can actually have all of these other things in our life that truly make us wealthy, while simultaneously, how can we also be in a state of knowing that our divine birthright as human beings, as children of the divine, that we are inheritance of the queendom of the kingdom, and that we actually also deserve a life of luxury, you know, and that it, um, that can look very differently for different people. Um, but it's also, it's not denying the luxurious things in life and like really bridging those things together. Um, that's something that I've been working on for the last couple of years. It's been a beautiful journey. And also with that, you know, we have to, what I've noticed is that we can do all the alignment work that we want and manifestation work to be in that luxury and to have all of these things. But if our physical body actually doesn't feel safe to be wealthy or to live in a luxurious place, if our body and our nervous system hasn't been patterned that that's been safe, then it's then it won't happen or if it does it won't be sustainable and so that's another piece of it that I've really been working on whether it's receiving wealth or receiving love it's how is the actual somatic experience of the nervous system patterned to perceive safety and so that's another journey to really (laughs) deepen into is like does my nervous system feel safe to be wealthy Okay, so as we integrate this shadow aspect of greed, we unlock the 54th gift of aspiration. Material and spiritual liquidity.
When the ancient Chinese named the 64 archetypes that we now know as the gene keys, they did so through the medium of their culture. In the case of the 54th gene key, they named it the marrying maiden. The precise wording of the I Ching concerning the hexagram refers to a concubine marrying a man who already has another wife. The resulting text concerns the human need to understand how to align harmoniously with the existing family hierarchy. At the highest level, this image epitomizes the 54th city. You have to gain the trust of higher forces through continual aspiration. Only after sustained effort, which is natural to the 54th gene key, does the spontaneous eruption of higher consciousness and ascension naturally occur. When the 54th shadow transforms into a higher frequency, the 54th gift of aspiration is born. Aspiration here refers to the energy to aspire to something beyond the material realm. Aspiration contains within it the seed of all higher consciousness. At the gift level, aspiration has to do with working with others for the benefit of others. This gift concerns the way in which energy is invested. At the shadow level, any accumulated energy went back into the drive to accumulate more with no other real purpose. At this higher level of frequency, accumulated energy is recycled and used to support people lower down in the hierarchy. In this way, a truly healthy model is created. The roots support the branches, twigs, and flowers, and the fruit fertilizes the roots. The 54th gift is aware that all systems in nature are interconnected and therefore cutting off energy from one will ultimately deplete your own resources. I also want to say here that, you know, there can be a lot of resistance around hierarchy um, in this time where we've been kind of burned by it and then trying to create new systems and new social architecture within community where we try to avoid hierarchy. And there's something actually, you know, like it said in nature, nature is aware that it's all interconnected and yet their nature does have natural hierarchies. And so I just, I want to like speak to that, that there are people who are naturally leaders that are elected by community as you know, a natural hierarchy that there's trust in their guidance and their leadership to lead the whole because it is all interconnected and there is no separation. We're each holding our own unique gift for the whole and it's all important. Okay, so the 54th gift aspires to a higher vision of prosperity. It still operates within its own community or organization, but it knows that the secret of real growth and expansion lies in mutually cooperative models between different groups or organizations. Aspiration allows you a much broader vision of how to create prosperity for everyone. Here we see ambition moving beyond the personal and into the communal. These people want their entire community to thrive in order that they can draw more and more people up the hierarchy away from self-destructive patterns of the lower frequencies. 
The byproduct of this cross-fertilization with other communities is exponential growth for everyone. Today, the 54th gift is more in evidence as more and more high-level businessmen and women begin to think in these new holistic business terms. However, this new phenomenon is just being born into the world. People are only now realizing that business with a holistic perspective can be more successful than greed-driven businesses. This shift in perspective from self-serving to community serving is giving birth to a whole new paradigm in business itself. For the first time since the Industrial Revolution, people are asking what the real purpose of business is. Instead of being an end in itself, business is being seen as a means to create better and more sustainable world. Through networking with other businesses at a similar higher frequency, enormous change is possible in our world. As these so-called cultural creatives begin to work together and dovetail their energies and resources, they open up entirely new vistas that could potentially transform our entire planet. When enough people with aspiration overcome their individual fear and competitiveness, they will create a deep and lasting equilibrium in the global economy. The real urge behind aspiration is to seek out this higher harmony, and in the material world, this means moving money from places where there's too much to places where there's not enough. The gift of aspiration has some other fascinating qualities connected to the transformation of energy into a more rarefied frequency. At the genetic level, the 54th gift has to do with the way in which memory is transferred and stored through the liquid of our cells. Memory itself is deeply affected by frequency. The 54th shadow remembers only the ancient genetic fear of extinction if it fails to rise up in the hierarchy. This fear is physically transferred through the subtle pheromones released by everyone under the spell of the shadow frequency. The more successful someone is at the shadow level, the more people in the world they frighten. The moment you operate out of fear or greed, your odor changes and you lose the trust in the relationship. The 54th gift also transfers its higher frequency through the medium of physical presence, but in doing so, it immediately puts others at ease. You can smell a supportive energy just as easy as you can smell fear. Thus, the 54th gift has its own biofeedback loop that creates trust wherever it goes. Because the 54th gift attunes to a higher communal vision, it only attracts people who resonate with the same subtle frequency. Therefore, it is essential that people with this gift meet people face-to-face at the beginning of their relationships and that they do their business in the flesh. The 54th gift has a deep instinctive understanding of money and energy through this genetic resonance to the liquid nature of memory. Wherever energy or money is kept in a liquid state, it allows to flow between people and organizations. Prosperity is engendered. When it is frozen or amassed for too long, it prevents further expansion. The same laws that apply within the human body also apply to society and economics. As the energy of the gift of aspiration reaches higher frequencies, it becomes more spiritual. Thus, these people also understand energy flow and transformation as taught by various yogic systems and disciplines. 
Ancient models such as the Chinese system of feng shui are instinctive to the 54th gift and do not even need to be studied. The flow of prosperity is directly proportional to the flow of energy at all levels within your life, beginning with your own body, which is the foundation of all journeys to higher consciousness. The 54th gift is the best plate for all systems of alchemical transformation from lower states of frequency into higher modes of consciousness, and as such is an extremely powerful and influential gift. And an invitation for a breath, allowing this gift of aspiration to settle in the body. You know, I want to touch base on this understanding that the flow of prosperity is directly directly proportional to the flow of energy within our life, but beginning with the foundation of our body. So this is something that I've been deeply studying and understanding. You know, it talked about the memory of water and things like that. And something that I've realized is that our waters in our body are the most powerful form of currency that we have. And when you look at the financial systems in our world, you know, um, the, even the wording around it, the river bank, right? So we go to the bank to get money and current see, seeing the current of energy and cash flow, right? It's all very watery based. And so when we understand that water molecules are impacted by frequency, and we understand that our thoughts are emanating vibrations and frequency and it's programming the water molecules in our body. And then what conducts energy? Water. Water is a conductor of energy. So then we're conducting energy around our energy field based upon the vibration and the frequencies that are, are moving through our sacred waters. And I also want to bring in a deeper understanding that our sacred waters are also associated with our sexuality and our emotions, right? So emotion, it's energy in motion. And so if we're not feeling our feelings and allowing them to move through the body, they get stuck and stagnant, particularly around our hips and around our sexual center, which then is preventing our ability to really generate prosperity and abundance, And so there's like deep, deep wisdom here. And when we begin to move energy through our physical body, um, it begins to move energy in our life. It's all interconnected. And so that's one of my favorite things that, that I do in my life is actually tend to my physical body. You know, I started doing nutrition coaching back in 2012 and I went on a fitness journey in in 2011 and really began to go on a weight loss journey and get into fitness. And I started coaching people and was a nutrition coach for for six years and transitioned into, you know, doing more energy work um, and, and intuitive modalities with people. But it really all comes back to the physical body. Um, and so when we shift the physical body, we'll see the quantum shift more quickly and we're able to actually anchor in these energies through the body and flow the energy out and just like money when we hang on to it you know it doesn't flow and so if we keep money flowing it keeps flowing back to us
Okay, so as we release the shadow of greed and integrate that, um, activate the gift of aspiration, we begin to unlock the 54th city of ascension. Physical alchemy. The 54th city is relatively well-documented city compared to many of the other 64. It is one of the cities that is actually triggered through the continual pressure of aspiration. This is the city of seekers. Through research into the 64 gene keys and the associated science of hologenetics, it has been found that a disproportionate number of mystics and enlightened sages have the 54th city as one of their prime gifts. Perhaps the best known of these is Paramahansa Yogananda. <laughs> I don't know how to say the first name. One of the great mystics of the 20th century who had this city as his life's work. The 54th city concerns the notion of ascension, the continual alchemical transformation of matter into spiritual essence. Here, the base energy of ambition is experienced at its higher frequency and becomes the continual pressure to keep ascending up the hierarchy. At these levels, however, we are no longer talking about social or material hierarchy, but the spiritual evolutionary ladder which consciousness itself ascends on the return to its own source. One of the common allusions of the 54th city concerns the Hindu concept of kundalini the so-called serpent power lying coiled at the base of the spine. The goal of most transformational yogic systems is the awakening of this primal energy, which is said to rise up and activate each of the higher centers or chakras as it ascends through the human body. Many people have discovered to their detriment how dangerous, premature, or forced awakening of kundalini is to the human nervous system. Some people have indeed suffered severe psychological disorders because of the terrific currents of energy that such sustained yogic practice can unleash. Most yoga systems have accommodated to this danger over the centuries by offering a step-by-step -step guidance to such meditations with a great deal of physical preparation and cleansing early on. With this 54th city, we have seen at all levels that there's a need for deep grounding within the material realm, which, by the way, was why I went out into the spirit realm for, for so long was I was having this awakening and I wasn't grounded in my physical body. So what is so interesting about this city is not its manifestations, which have been very well documented, but the way that it has spiritually conditioned so many people. There exists enormous confusion in the world concerning spiritual paths, especially now that the West has become such a melting pot for all great mystical cultures and traditions. There is a particular path for every single person, and any other path than your own, especially at higher levels, can cause delusion and can even be dangerous. Every single person who has attained this Siddic state of realization speaks through their specific cities. However, if the sage is speaking through a city that is not a part of your own genetic makeup, you can easily become confused. Anyone who has attained a state of realization knows this dilemma. It is impossible to not realize it. Thus, the great sages attempt to convey the energy behind their state rather than its trappings. 
The 54th city of ascension is a very particular path. It concerns the transformation of gross currents within the body into more and more refined currents. It is the essence behind many of the great tantric and alchemical yogic systems. However, in order to work with these systems, you must have necessary aspiration. This is not something that should be forced. Aspiration is a predetermined energy that carries the seed of the final flowering within it. Any other energy will not carry the same seed. This is not to say that people cannot have heightened experiences with consciousness through such systems. They can. But only if you have the seed of the city already in your genetic level can you attain the final permanent flowering through these kinds of techniques. True ascension is activated automatically through the lower frequency of aspiration. At a certain point, a spontaneous physical transformation begins to rock the body. Techniques at this stage are over and done with. The process of ascension takes over and you are absolutely helpless to stop or interfere with it. All fluid memory must be erased, personal, cultural, and genetic. It all has to be burned from the body. The kundalini energy has often been likened to a fire. Actually, it is more like liquid fire as the water molecules within the physical body are vaporized to create a steaming process in which spiritual essence is refined. After a certain period of time, sometimes spent in intense physical agony, stillness reigns over the body and you experience the purity of consciousness without thought. Even at this stage, and the steaming process continues as the physical body becomes more and more translucent. Ascension is an incredibly physical sequence of events. It has nothing whatsoever to do with modern systems involving visualization or cerebral meditation. It usually follows many years of seeking by someone whose very path is to seek and aspire to higher planes. So many people have been conditioned to seek higher consciousness through these kinds of routes, but they truly do not belong there. Neither does the seeking itself activate the ascension process since it's merely the manifestation of a totally mysterious and intensely felt urge to know more. For those who do not belong on this path, it is a truly dangerous one. For those who do, it is effortless and spontaneous. One aspires sooner or later, one ascends. It really is as simple as that. Taking a breath, allowing this city of ascension to settle in the body, knowing that there's nothing to do, there's nothing to seek, but to just be in the field of aspiration, reclaiming our sacred waters in our body, conducting the energy towards supporting greater expansion and wealth in our own lives, in our community, knowing that it's all connected. And I want to invite you. Um, I am creating a group container on February 2nd, 2022 called Reclamation. And one of the reasons why I feel so passionate about sexuality work is because it is the essence of creation. 
And when we look around us uh, right now in the world at large, there's been pretty massive hijacking of creation and putting in an overlay of structures that are inverted that harvest people's energy and it isn't expansive and as we are creating new structures within ourselves which then is reflected in the outer world if our life force energy is leaking is being misused isn't being mastered then our creations won't be as precise and pure as they could be and so that's some of the stuff that I'm that I'm sharing and teaching is how to reclaim our life force essence and to seal our fields and to balance our internal polarities for precision of creation not just for ourselves but really for the world around us and our community our families the future generations and so i invite you if that resonates with you please reach out to me you can email me at madeline at paradigmportal.love and our journey begins on february 2nd and i'm really really joyous this is an offering from my heart in the first group container that i've done in this way and so if that resonates with you please reach out with any questions that you have or share with someone that you feel like may um, also resonate and benefit from this journey. Sending you lots of love and many blessings. Thank you deeply to all of our supporters for making this love cast possible during such potent